It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where being almost holy is just the starting point, and holiness in Christ is the destination, with your host, Victoria Faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Almost Holy. This is your host, Victoria Faith. I hope you're all enjoying these last few weeks of summer, soaking up all the sunlight that you possibly can. I know I am as I'm here in Wisconsin because I guess in LA it's summer all year round, but that's beside the point. I hope you're all doing well and blessed, all that good stuff. Um, my episode today, I think is something that relates to a lot of people, but it can be difficult to navigate at times. People, as you, as we're deepening our relationship with God, people maybe don't always talk about this, this period in our lives when we're distracted. I think there are moments where we feel the presence of God at every single turn, everywhere we look, we're like, yep, there's God, there's God, there's God. And there's other times where it seems like there's a thousand and one other things going on. And it's so hard to stay focused and our eyes fixed on Jesus. Um, and we're distracted. And that's honestly where I am now. And you know, when I made this podcast, I always wanted to make sure I'm like very consistent with being honest with what I've gone through, what I'm going through. And these past couple of weeks, I have felt very, very distracted. And I'm like, okay, what I was trying to find an episode to do it on. And God is like, why don't you do it on something that you're going through this season of feeling almost distant from God? But this isn't just a place where we have to stay. We don't have to stay at a place of being Christian, but not feeling like we have a relationship with God going from the whole idea of this season is going from almost holy, struggling with some part of our flesh, moving to holiness into what God has for us as his children and this episode is going to be, I think, kind of short just to give y'all a couple tips that I'm definitely giving myself in the same breath about how to get back on track after feeling distracted from having a thousand and one things going on around you. And you're like, wait, God, where are you at? Where are you at? And wanting to get back into your faith walk. Um, as oh, yeah, this is something that I wanted to mention Israel, my guest, my cousin a couple of weeks ago, he has this term, a Holy Ghost high. And it's like, we have these Holy Ghost highs in our lives. And then when you come down from that, it's kind of like, wait, now it feels like you're in the world again and things impact you in ways that they don't always do when you're on this like high for Jesus. So it's like, how do I get back there? How do I navigate this time where I don't feel the, the, the presence of the spirit as strongly as I did? And so my first point is... Don't forget about the authority you have as a child of God. And that is my first and most prominent point because I think most Christians, a lot of people in our culture, you know, we like they can say they're Christian, but they don't actually access the things that we have available to us. And a lot of that comes through our action. I mean, God, of course, is going to, is over all of it, right? But we have to be a vessel. And there's so much power in our words and what we say. Um, I believe it says it either in Genesis or Matthew that, you know, in the beginning, the word was God and the word was with God. And so whatever God said, it was. And as 
his image bearers, there's also a lot of power, I believe, in what we say. And there's actually a lot of scripture to also back that point off or to back that point up. So yes, I'm the title of this episode is help. I'm distracted, but it's also a reminder to be careful with your words and the authority that we have with our words. In James chapter three, James goes off and there's a whole section from verses one till 12 that is titled in my Bible, I have the NIV, is titled Taming the Tongue. And he goes into how powerful our words are, our tongue is. And just to give you all an example, like I said, it's James chapter three, verses one through 12. Read the whole thing when you get a chance. But here are just some excerpts. It says, The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts a evil. It's a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets a whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. What? That was verse six. Verse eight says, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. And when I read this the other day, I'm like, this is incredible. Just reiterating how powerful our words is. And in our flesh, our tongue naturally wants to be evil. It wants to say things that go against what God has for us. And so the first thing that when we're feeling in these seasons of being just all over the place, it's like, wait a second, let me go back to saying who, making declarations about who I know I am, who God says I am, what what the word of God says I am and whose I am. And so even if you're distracted, be careful with what you say. Reclaim the authority that you have because that's what the enemy wants, right? Part of it, I believe, I'm going to kind of go back and forth, I think, in this episode about part of it being the enemy coming to attack and distract you away from where God has you going. But also another part of this evil force in the world is also very much our flesh. And what our flesh is against what the Holy Spirit is. And so working against what our flesh flesh, our tongue naturally wants to do and say instead what God wants us to so we can get back on track and have our eyes fixed on Jesus as the scripture says. And yeah, it even says in Proverbs verse, our chapter 18, verse 21, the tongue has the power of life and death right there. If you want to keep being distracted, keep saying it, keep saying it over and over and over again. And your reality will be whatever you speak over it. But I don't want to say just ignore the things going around wrong in your life. Like the past couple of weeks, my apartment flooded and I've had so many issues with the landlords. Hence part of the reason why I've been very distracted. But I'm like, at some point I have to say, I'm a child of God. I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I, my eyes are fixed on Jesus. If I don't redirect where I'm going, then truly anything is fair game in this world. And we are, as children of God, we have access to more than what is in the world. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven. We can claim it right here. So that's point number one. Do not forget your authority. Point number two is be aware of the things that distract you because it could happen slowly. It could be a slow drift. I always talk about Transformation Church and the, their word of the year is anchored. And so their first 
the first, um, what is it called? Sermon series of the year was about, of course, being anchored. And there were a couple of our sermons about drifting and how the drift happens slowly. You don't all of a sudden end up a mile away from your target. It just is slowly kind of goes away and away. And so I think part of the way that we get distracted is that we, uh, don't recognize it at all. We just stop, you know, spending time in the word. We maybe change our friend groups or we just start to, the habits that are very intentional in in creating a relationship with God, they may slowly change. And all of a sudden you are just like, what in the world is going on around me? I don't feel the type of peace that I did. I don't feel the Holy Spirit like I used to. Yeah, because these small things have changed and have distracted you. So just, I think it's important to be vigilant and to know that, okay, maybe the reason I'm feeling this way is because I haven't been spending time in the word. Very simple. I promise you, I promise anyone who is listening, as soon as you start to spend time in the word, let's say I'm literally making this up, but I would say two weeks, you will start to feel the Holy Spirit. Take three days off and you will also feel very different than the time that you have begun spending began spending time with God. Now my my calculations could be a tad bit off. I'm not exactly sure, but what I do know is when I change the habits that I have very intentionally built, I feel it and I get and I feel further away from God and I'm like, why do I feel so flustered and I can't get back on track is because now my flesh has taken over and the spirit is like, hey, yo, I'm here, I'm here, but you have to make a choice into deciding that you have that you're going to go back to the habits that you know lead to a deeper relationship with God. Something I also meant to men- meant to mention earlier in the episode is that yes, we can be distracted and stuff like that, and we're navigating this. This episode isn't about just salvation, but it's about also what we have access to as believers, right? No matter what, things will happen in this world because there's sin in the world. Bad things will happen, but knowing who we are, knowing what the word of God says and not being so um, consumed by our circumstances. We don't have to just be like, okay, because these bad things happen now, I have to respond in a way that corresponds with them or I can go to the word. And I think that is what I want this whole especially season to be and probably where this podcast will always be going is yes things happen in the world but what are we claiming as children of God and are we aware are we being active in our relationship with God are are we doing our part by being aware of what is pulling us away from him and that can be hard sometimes and it's hard to get back on track but I believe you can do it and another part of this point is talk to God about it Tell God, look, I'm struggling right now. It's hard for me to stay focused. I don't necessarily feel like spending time with you. Be honest, because God also knows your heart, so he knows it's probably what you're thinking anyway. But tell God where you're weak, because where you're weak, God is strong. It's like the whole thing in the Bible, basically. Like, we are insufficient without him. So God is like, yeah, you realize that you're living in this world because you need me to survive this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8, it says his power is made perfect in our weakness. So where you're like, I cannot focus. God is like, great. That's why I have the Holy Spirit. 
there for you, to help you, to be your helper. Jesus said before he ascends, don't worry, I'm sending a helper for you. In this helper, I believe when when the Holy Spirit was given to us, it's like Holy Spirit cares about everything that we care about too. Don't think that your problems are too small for God. He's there to help us. So it's like, oh, I just, I really, I can't stay off Instagram, which is one of my problems. But like, tell God that. And yes, you'll have to make a choice at some point to put your phone down. But tell God like, oh, I really want to spend time, more time with you, but I'm addicted. It's addicting. Oh my goodness. So I think that's real. And just be honest with yourself. God knows us better than we know ourselves. So you might as well confess what's going on and he'll help you in ways that you didn't even realize. Maybe it's not even what you thought the distraction, the root cause of it was. Maybe it was something else and God is going to send a laborer or send some type of healing to actually get you back on track that you didn't even recognize that you, or you, you didn't even realize that you knew or that you needed. So, so yes, point one, do not forget about your authority. You better say I'm focused in the name of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> point number two, be aware of what is pulling you away and tell that to God. I think those are go hand in hand. My third point, this is really for the maturing believer. Okay. You got to fight past your flesh. Okay. I'm not saying that this is always easy. I'm not saying that, okay, once you accept God, it, it is, okay, of course there's freedom found in Jesus, but know that there will be a tests that come in your way because there's sin in the world, like I said. So you can decide if you want to be at a place, okay, maybe this is me being a little bit more like it is what it is, a place of being almost holy, like, yeah, I believe in God, but I'm distracted and you can't tell me anything else. Or you can say I'm a child of the most high God, okay? And therefore I have peace and I have patience and I'm going to get through this. So this is for the maturing believer. You have to fight, you have to fight past your flesh. And like I said before, I'm going back and forth between the enemy attacking you and your flesh also. And there's a verse in James chapter one, verse 14. It says, it says, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. So right there in the scripture, it's like, this isn't the enemy coming for you. It is your flesh. Just like how I was talking about your tongue, the flesh being so powerful, like your, your flesh is pulling you away from where the spirit is leading you. So you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision to say, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what, what, what the world has going on. I'm making a choice to walk in faith. And to see past this moment that of distraction where I can't seem to focus, you better confess it with your mouth and then walk by faith. I don't necessarily feel it yet, but I'm walking by faith. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse six, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And that's the... That's like the whole thing here, right? It's faith, believing in what we can't see. Um, faith without works is dead. I believe that's also said in Hebrews. And so it's like, okay, yes, I, I, yes, my apartment right now is flooding and I'm frustrated and I'm mad, but I, I have to believe that it's going to be okay, even though I don't know if I have a place to stay, right? But in the, your situation could be so many things. It could... I don't know, a relationship, a job, 
um, parents who knows what you are going through right now and like my heart goes out for you because it's hard. I'm not saying that the distractions aren't real and they aren't taking an emotional toll as well as just like a very, um, what is it called? Um, realistic toll, I guess, in your life. Like I, I know that and maybe even possibly like seek counseling if it's something that's really impacting your spirit. But if it's something that is you can take some control over, take that control and authority and push back what your flesh so easily wants to kind of be comfortable in and kind of just, you know, sit out in and like, oh, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm distracted. I can't focus on God because there's so many other things going on. Your flesh is like, yeah, that's what it likes to do. It's very much a, a spiritual walk. It's maturing in your faith. It's growing in your spirit and your flesh is dying to this, you know, um, I may have mentioned this earlier, but when, when Jesus says, pick up your cross, I was reading a book and something when, when Jesus said that in the new Testament, he says, pick up your own cross and follow me. This was before obviously his crucifixion and what is known about a crucifixion is that it's a very slow death. And so as we walk in, and that's also from a book, by the way, I wish I was that insightful um, about the word at this point, but it's saying that, you know, this fight will be like a slow death at times because we're picking up our own cross to follow Jesus. It won't be easy. It's not saying that it's not going to be painful and challenging and uncomfortable because that's what it may take to follow Christ at times to really get to know him and for him to, you know, make it a very clear impact in our lives because we're, because we're more like him. And then you begin to walk more and more like Christ. It's a really incredible thing. And we do this because Jesus is amazing. Like the, like he's God on, he's God in the flesh. So it's like, okay, yes, this may be challenging, but I get to worship God and somebody, somebody who came into man's body to do something that nobody else can do so we could have a relationship with God. And it's so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, I want to know you more. I'm doing this not just because it's a competition or anything. It's because I want to know Jesus. So, so yes, fight, fight past your flesh and the distractions of it. And my fourth and very practical point is get off your phone, okay? Or actually, um, or don't ignore your time limit on your phone because I definitely have like a one hour time limit on social media, but it's norm. I oftentimes, um, run out of time by about noon. And one of my friends saw when she was visiting me and I, of course I'm on Instagram and I'm constantly like ignoring my, um, my, my time limit. She's like, what is your time limit? I'm like, oh, it's like an hour. She's like, so why do you like, why do you even have it on there? Basically I felt so red, but it's also like, why do I have a time limit if I'm literally ignoring it every single time? Because I understand that if I have a limit to how much I'm on social media, something that is very distracting to me, then I will spend time in doing what I know God wants me to do, especially in this season. So 
get off your phone and you'll be surprised and just be okay with being, it can be kind of uncomfortable because we're so used to so much stimulation, so much going on that it's like just being silent and being with God can be kind of hard, but it's like, you know, we're supposed to in Psalms, one and two I think it says meditate on the word day and night so it's like get off your phone meditate on the word because that's what we need to stay encouraged and to stay powerful and to use our authority to know who we are in Jesus is by meditating on the word constantly and when we consume ourselves with all these other things it's clearly very easy to get distracted even if these things are real and they're actually require attention I get that too so So yeah, I just want to also end with one more encouraging scripture that's just like, okay, yes, things are going on in your life that are, that's pretty distracting. But in Philippians chapter four, verse eight, it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I think that's such a beautiful scripture to end up on. These characteristics that are given are characteristics of God. So think about what are good. God, this, these are representations of God. So just think about those things at the very least, and you'll still still be surprised at how God works in your life because he's a good God. He's a really, really good God. So I hope that message, um, help somebody out if they're feeling distracted. Cause I know it's, I'm about to re-listen to this episode. If I, when I, when I honestly, at some point probably get distracted again, because God has more in store for us. We, we can use the authority that we have and you'll be surprised at the things God does or how you begin to see again, how God appears in your life. So before I And obviously, I want to offer up a time for anybody to commit their lives to Jesus. If that is you, just repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus, your son, to die on the cross for my sins. I believe he rose again just for me. Today, I turn away from my distractions and I choose you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, congratulations, you made the best decision ever. Hit me up on Instagram, of course, and I can definitely get you some more resources to just get you started on your faith walk or listen to One Step at a Time, my episode from like two weeks ago. I think that's a pretty good resource, but um, yeah, I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week and tune in next week for more Almost Holy. again for listening if you would like to connect further follow me on instagram at almost holy podcast god bless